Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. We're going to speak about the Father heart of God. When Steve said, uh, would, would, would I like to do that? I said, wow. This, is, this must be one of the most important subjects that you and I can go into. Uh, everything else ha- has its place. And I'm not saying this is more important than the character of God or the names of God. They, they are actually the foundation to what we're going to look at tonight. Okay? And, you know, what is your view on the, on, the, on the Father heart of God? When you hear that Father heart of God, what is... What jumps into your heart? And you know, when Steve said it to me, there was just so much that jumped into my heart. I actually couldn't find my notes from all the, all the ministry I'd done before. And I didn't let that uh, uh, throw me. I just went in and said, well, Lord, you want to do something fresh here? Let's just go with it. And I took a couple of things I had and put it all together. So bear with me as we go for it. And I put the pray for grace to unlock God's way to divine intimacy. This leads you into divine intimacy. Uh, this is not a theological study as such. Uh, how do you uh, put a relationship in there, it's not about that. It's about a relationship here. It's about, about divine intimacy with the Father. Sure, we're going to look at the words, the foundation of the words, but when it comes down to the bottom line, it's you and your Father in heaven and, and how you approach Him, how you know about Him, uh, who is this Father of ours in heaven and all that. And there's a lovely lot of examples. There's so much that we can look at, and I'm trusting that God's going to implant that word into your heart. The introduction, uh, at the end of this lesson, you should have at least three scriptures. There are a lot of other scriptures, but take the scriptures and, and be prophetic about it. Take the scriptures that really drop into your heart, that really mean something to you. Write them down and make them part of your life, and then we'll go, you know, and then you can war with that. That gives, it gives you a vision of Father's heart towards you. That gives you a vision of Father's heart towards you, okay? And the main points we're going to look at, Father's heart from the Word tonight, we're going to look at a bit of that. Next week we're going to look at more uh, different stuff. How this affects our stance daily. This is a daily experience. This is a 24-7 experience, and I'll bring that out a bit later as well. Uh, your, our desired, uh, uh, how this affects your stance daily, desired outcome, a revelation and foundation in your heart that will change you forever. My prayer for you guys has been that. I said, Lord, every person that's been here, change them. Change them. We don't want to walk out here the same people we were when we walked in with all our hassles and everything and, and not trusting God and what wada, wada, wada and all that sort of thing. And if you haven't got it, come up, I'll cast the demons out, you'll be free and you can go. Sorry, okay. Steve will be first in line, okay. Thanks, no, that's cool. Faith in your heart of his amazing love to you personally. Let faith arise in your heart. Don't let this just be another teaching. Let faith arise in your heart. Let that volcano that's ready to burst out, let it come as you touch the Father's heart. And that's what we're going to do. That volcano is going to explode. And that's the volcano that's exploding in this country right now. God has called us and he's called us to go out with the love of the Father and to touch the nations. I believe that is the end time call, the part of the end time revival that we're going into right now. And this is preparation because you've got to go and decide others and prepare others for the same thing. 
So as you open your heart to that, God's going to do amazing things. Number three, intimacy. I think if, if you can write down anything there, write intimacy. Divine intimacy. This is what I'm trusting that's going to happen in your heart. Finding Father's heart. Now therefore I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me your way that I may know you and that I might find grace in your sight. Uh, Exodus 33, 14. You can also read John 14 where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The only way you get to the Father is through Him. We know that. We know the Scriptures. We've confessed the Scriptures. I believe the time is come not to be confessing the Scriptures, but walking in the Scriptures. That the Scriptures become so much part of our life, it is oozing through us. And it touches everybody we come into contact with. When we leave here in our workplace, wherever we might be, God has equipped us last year with so much and challenged us again on the gifts of the Spirit and all that sort of thing to get out there and to be a blessing to the nations. The Father's heart is generous, kind, loving, willing to bless us. All the time, when you look at the Word, from Genesis to Revelation, you see the Father's love. You see the Father's heart. The Father's heart is pumping for you. He loves you beyond where you can ever dream. We'll look at that too. And you know, sometimes we are so caught up in our problems. We're so caught up with all the things around us. The time is to lay that aside and say, Dad, here I am. And my confession is that every day. And Anne and I, our confession, every single day we like little children when we come and put ourselves into his hand. And God has dynamically, dynamically, and I say it again, dynamically, moved in our hearts and looked after us and cared for us because he's daddy. Come on. This most poor. Right? All right, you got that. We believe that we know what's best for us. Uh, best for us, and that God's only desire is to discipline and deprive us. Come on. How many of us, we've had the grace message how long in this church? And I'm challenging you on that. Get away from this thing that the Lord is sitting there, big stick willing, getting ready to whop you. Huh? That's not our Father. He's not, he's not doing that. Uh, who, who the Father loves, He disciplines. But He's not there ready to whop you and everything. When we look at the grace message, it says, prepared the way for us to receive this almighty God's love and mercy and compassion. But we need to climb in like little children, hold that hand, say, Dad, I can't do it without you. I need you desperately every moment of the day. And you walk into that. Like a child climbing onto a father's lap and laying her head upon her heart, draw close to your father and he will draw close to you. Draw near to God and He'll draw near to you. That's what the Word tells us. Listen to His heart. Guys, I can't overemphasize that in teaching this. Listen to His heart. We listen to everything else. We listen to the arguments in our mind. We look into the arguments out in the world. But do we listen to His His heart? Now, I've said it many times from the pulpit here. If you're not hearing the, the Word of God from a position of peace and rest in your heart, what are you hearing? I challenge to you, what are you hearing? And this is a church that's going to move on. The prophetic word over this church is that he's going to, it's going to be a huge church and we're going to touch the nations. So guys, get ready for it. Get ready for what God wants to do. And it's all about Him. It's all about this. Now, keep it, Bill. I've got to teach. Seek and know his heart. That is our chief quest in life. I think, 
I cannot think where I am at the moment with the revelation I am in at the moment. I can't think of anything more important than that. And I don't know if you have something more important, that's fine. But that's where I'm at at the moment, is seeking Him all the time. Experience His amazing grace. He is grace. We've learned that. We've gone through that. Do we need to go into that again? No. We need to wallow in this amazing grace and all that He is. And in the freedom we have in that grace, He he continually speaks to us and speaks to us and tells us we are righteous, we are holy, we are all these things we need to be if we're going to reach the nation. And the Father heart of God is pumping and He's pumping and He's pumping this all the time. Don't worry. Anyway, I better not go there. I was going to prophesy then. Divine intimacy. Uh, It's not going into the little click, click, click. You've got the whole thing, so you're going to read it all. Okay. The greatest gift of grace given through prayer is divine intimacy. I really felt that when I wrote that down. The greatest gift through grace is that divine intimacy. Intimate with God. Thank you. I've got one person here. I'll minister to you now. It is really the best thing that we can have is that divine relationship. And your relationship is also going to change. I'm not prophesying now. But but, uh, I've got a word for you. (laughs) Because I can see Steve is going to clap me if I do that. I know you will. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, grace given through prayer is a divine, the divine intimacy. The ability to hear the Father's heartbeat. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Come to me. Come to me. And he'll take care of you. Okay. What the Father has for you in prayer far exceeds anything you could beg for or demand. That should put your heart at rest. In the grace message, that should put your heart at rest. You don't have to beg or demand or shout and scream and fast for 40 days and then unfast for 40 days and then fast for another 40 days. You don't have to do a thing. Christ has done it all. And we need that continual revelation of what Christ did for us on the cross because that leads us to the Father's heart. When we see the cross, we see the Father and His amazing love which He pours out to us. All that comfort, all that joy, all those things that we can embrace. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Got it. Whoopsie. Father has everything we need. Guys, listen to that. Father has everything we need. I've been in this church 14 years, and I've seen some of you guys struggling with things. I've seen some of you guys that are sitting here right now that you're still struggling with things. You, uh, This is not happening in my life. This is not happening. That's not going. He has everything you need. When are you going to believe it? And I'm sorry I'm giving you a challenge like that. Throw your bricks. It's not about throwing bricks. It's about having a look at this. Father's heart. Wow. He said his son. Wow. He died on Calvary. Wow, I am righteous because of what he has done. And you know, when we start receiving that, you know, obedience is not a problem anymore. Obedience becomes an absolute pleasure. And the way we, we come together like this, and the way we submit to each other, and the leadership, and Steve, and all that, it becomes an absolute pleasure. This is what it's all about. 
And, 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 and the end time church is going to be a church that is owing in that love. We talk about unity. It's unity with Him and unity with the Son and unity with the Holy Spirit and unity with one another and in all the churches out there. And we got this another story in itself. But the Father has everything you need. It's my fa- In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. John 14. Now look at a house, a mansion with many rooms. Every room has a different dimension. Every room has something special. And God has got something special for you. He's got your anointing. He's got your ministry. He's got everything. Go and find what are in those rooms. Let it be a quest to go and see what He has for you in those rooms. And I'm continually in my own life looking for that, looking for that, going into that, seeing where I need to, what I need to find, what I need to do. Father has prepared a place for you, longs for you. He has prepared that. Just think of the Father heart. Now, okay, now I better not bring that in because I'll be talking about that later. But just think of His love for you and what He's prepared for you. I mean, heaven is a wonderful place, full of glory and His grace. Remember we used to sing that song? If Dave, is Dave here? Uh, There he is at the back. I was going to burst out the song just to impress you, but I won't do it. (laughs) I've been trying to impress this guy so much, he doesn't want to put me on the worship team. (laughs) Don't blame him. Never be the same again. Many rooms that take all sorts of shapes for us. There are many rooms. We we, we sometimes look, oh, that's up in heaven. But what about right now? What are all the rooms that he's prepared for you right now? Now you're fighting. Whoa, I haven't got this. Whoa, how am I going to do this? Well, get off your blessed assurance, as I've always said, and go and do it. If you haven't got a job, get out and do it. Don't sit there as a bum in the church waiting for other people to do things for you. When last did you go and give somebody a prophetic word? When last did you go and give somebody a cup of water out of this love that the Father has pumping through you? Hey, come on. Sorry, that was a cappuccino. Oh. Yeah, I, I, just a test to me. If you go with Steve anywhere in the world, he'll find a cappuccino for you. In my father's house, further, he has prepared a place for you, longs for you. Many rooms to take all shapes and sizes. Whoops, mustn't go too long on that. How prodigal are you? We know the old story of the prodigal son. How prodigal are you tonight? Come on, you know that story. Think about it a sec while I have some refreshment, some lubrication. Really, how prodigal are you? A very important illustration of the father's heart to his son. When you look at the story, that whole story, we haven't got time to read that. It'll take us too long. But basically, if you take a farm in Zululand, there's a father every morning on the stoop, every afternoon before he goes to sleep, sits up, has his son down a Wondering where his son has got to. The next morning he wakes up and he looks across the, uh, the, the farm and he says, where is my son? And then suddenly he sees this guy walking up and we know the whole story and he opens up the whole story and he welcomes him. He welcomes him. Now, that son had access or uh, entrance to everything the father had. But he decided to go and do his own thing. Now, the challenge to us this evening is don't stop going to the Father. Don't hold back like the prodigal son. Don't hold back. Put down all those things and walk into his bed. Now, you've got to take other people and show them this. Go and read the story. 
again. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you about that story. Look at that story and you see the Father's heart, the waiting Father. We can talk about the Son, we can talk, but the waiting Father. He's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to put down all these sort of things and to come to Him with an open heart like a little child, Daddy. Oh, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Every morning, Daddy, Daddy. Every night we go to sleep, Dad, help us. Even, even we got all the protection we want. Dad, you are my protector. You are everything I need. Amen? So I'll leave that story with you. Our approach to the Father's heart. Let's look at this quickly. Intimacy with Dad. Huh? Intimacy with Dad. I, I, I said that in the beginning. Abba, Abba Father. Daddy, 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 Daddy. A lot of people actually get upset when you, when you, when you do this about the Father. But, but you know, if you're real people, this deals with your pride, which is one of the killers of our relationship with our Father in heaven. It's in humility that we come and realize, guys, that we cannot do this job by ourselves. All of us here, we want to see God pour out His Spirit here. We want to see all those lovely things. But it's not a one-man show. It's us all coming around Dad together in unity and just saying, Abba, Father, we need you. Abba, Dad, come on. Dad, Dad. Huh? You, you like that, Steve? Thank you. Jesus probably used Abba for God, not only in Mark 14.36, but also whenever the Greek word pater, which is uh, uh, paternal, I think it will be the translator, occurs. And it occurs in a couple of very nice scriptures we'll look at now. It denotes Christ-like intimacy and trust. There's that again, Christ-like intimacy and trust. I mean, child love. What did I say? I'm sorry, I'm so full of him, I all I see is him. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but, but you, you got the picture. Okay. The next thing, Paul in Romans 8, let me, I'm going to read, need to read those scriptures to you as well. Bible. Um, what's it? Romans, Romans 8, 15, Romans, I actually put a ticket here so I wouldn't, I'd get there quickly. Oh dear, wrong page. Yeah. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back again into fear. Guys, don't fall back again into fear. Look at what the Word says to you this evening. But you have received the spirit of adoption, okay, as sons and daughters, by whom we cry, Abba Father. Abba Father. I don't know about you, but every time, Abba Father, every time, hey Dad, it, there's something happens in, in my heart, okay? And the other scripture there is Galatians 4 verse 6, over the page a bit. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Huh? Have I lost it? It doesn't help being in Ephesians. <laughs> eh? It doesn't help, does it? <laughs> Sorry. And because you are sons, God sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. The Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And that's what Jesus was doing. All the time, to the Father, Abba Father, Daddy, I need you. Dad, I've got to go through this. Please, I help you, but not my will. Yours being done. Not my will. Yours being done. 
And that's, that's where we need to be. Lord, what is it you want? That's why I said to you early on, at that position of peace and rest, what is the Lord saying to you? What is the mission he has for you? Where are you going? What's the vision he has for you? Right. I think that's enough of that one. I think you've got that. Expresses a new relationship with the Father. Now, when we're born again, we have a new relationship. But what I'm trying to emphasize there, a new relationship with Father. This must motivate you to look at your root and to re-look at that relationship with your Father. And to see how you can build in it. And the only way you can build a relationship with anybody is to spend time with that person. Uh, my relationship with Anne gets stronger by the day because we spend time. She beats me and I say, she has a last word to say in the house. And I say, yes, dear, you know, that sort of thing. But, but, but besides that, we have this relationship. We're building up each other. We're sharpening each other here. And then we come outside the church, etc., etc. But the new rela- relationship with our Father is a very, very important relationship. And it's all about relationship, divine intimacy. Remember what I said earlier on. Proclaiming and lived out by Jesus and then experienced by believers in Him. Jesus gave us an example of His relationship with His Father. Now we pick up that relationship, now we've got to walk in that relationship. Because He dwells in us. He's not up there in the sky, as Deuteronomy said. He's not over the sea, or whatever the case may be. He's here, in our hearts. Open it up, check in, you'll find Him. Guaranteed. Only children could, would call out daddy. Only children will call out. we all his children. we all attendants to the bride here. We like children as we come along and as we seek his will and we get out there to do what he calls us. There. Touching Father's heart, very, very important. Grace has prepared the way for us. Now I've said that and I emphasized that earlier on. Most important part of our spiritual life. This is very important, touching the Lord. I believe this is why I emphasize intimacy because it's, uh, in, uh, having this intimate relationship you're continually touching his heart and as you're touching his heart he's just pouring out to you he's that you remember you've done nothing he's there all the time all you do is got to push in and push in how serious are you about finding his heart how serious are you about hearing that heartbeat doof, doof, oh, i love you i love you i love you and getting all that other chachas out the way his desire is a 24-7 relationship with us. Nothing less, nothing more. You say, ah, well, when I go to sleep, well, God speaks to me through my dreams. And I can feel it sometimes. Sometimes I don't even remember the dream, but I remember God's action in the, in the night. I don't know if you have that experience, but that's been my experience sometimes. But then he has a clear dream. Then he has nightmares or, or, or you know, things that, whoa, no, hang on, that can't be. That's just my... Worrying about, you know, who's going to be the new president and stuff like that, you know. And then we become effective, restful, secure when we seriously push into his heart. I, I, I trust that I'm a, a uh, that part of my testimony is that. Because I'm finding in my own self, in my daily life, the more I push in, the more restful I become. The more God speaks to me, the more God opens ways to me. And even in little things, but we, we'll speak about that later, even the little things around the house that I'm interested in. You know how interested my father is in the things that I love? First of all, Anne. <laughs> and then, of course, my flowers, my succulents, my medals. Huh? 
my birds, my this, my camera, all those things. I'm telling you, I could keep you here all night. We don't have that time. But, but, but to say to you, enough is said that he is there in everything I do. And I find him in everything I, I do. I look for him. I actually walk with an expectation that I'm going to meet him at every turn I make. He is all around and all encompassing. All around and all encompassing. Train yourself to seek the Father's heart in everything that you are, what you do and what you don't do. Just seek his heart. Continually seek his heart. That's where it all happens. That's where the action is. Does that make sense to you? Cool. I've got this little funny thing on my ear that's... Steve, say it, mate. Thanks. My heart and thinking changes when I touch his heart. Eh? Everything changes when I touch his heart. My outlook. You know, it's like, it's like where we are, you know, and all the things that are happening around us. And I hear these people, oh, he takes you up to the 11th hour. He doesn't take you up to the 11th hour. He's already planned everything. And we need to rest where we are. You know, somebody asked me one day, well, oh, I'm so worried. You know, I've got to pay rent at the end of the month. I've got to do this now, and I've got to pay this, uh, you know, to all towards the end of the month. And here I've got nothing in my pocket except 10 rand. I said, what are you complaining about? Worry about that when you get there. But what you've got to do now is train yourself to come to rest and peace and be intimate with your Father in heaven who loves you, cares for you, knows that you need rent at the end of the month. Okay? And it goes for your businesses. You guys have got businesses as well. You sit there and you work out and you try and do all these things. Put it aside and say, Lord, here I am. Last year we heard about using our tongue and praying in tongues. And I've said to a couple of people that are sitting here right now, the importance of it. It changes you. It changes me every single day. Every single day. Is that praying in tongues. He's not left you alone. He's given you of his Holy Spirit. He loves you so much. He sent his son to die for you. And then his son tells you, said, hey guys, I'm not leaving you alone. Not as orphans. I corner. I'm giving you my spirit. And his spirit is here to lead you and to guide you into all truth. Not full brain, the Holy Spirit. Grace, peace, grace, peace and faith did it. Okay? And trusting in the Lord, all those things. Father and Son are alike. Let's look at that. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. You're all sons and daughters. Put yourself in that. Come on, it's that scripture. He knows you, and you know Him. You've had revelation upon revelation upon revelation about Him. Now the Lord wants you to be intimate and enter into this even more and be determined to push through. Don't take no for an answer. I want your heart, Lord, no matter what's happening around, your heart counts for everything. Your love and your mercy and compassion. And are, are, you, being, are you being selfish about it? No. Because as you find his heart, he's gonna, he's, well, his love's pouring out on you anyway. And then it's just going to pour out and you're going to touch your neighbor and you're going to touch your sister here and have a prophetic word for her, but not now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being very naughty. And him too, who's writing. You know, the, the continual flow. You, you know what? It is so easy, and I just must add this in quickly, to prophesy and to bless other people when you're moving like that all the time because suddenly you realize how much he loves everybody. 
Not you. Well, yeah, you personally. There's the, the personal relationship. But what I'm saying is everybody. That's why it makes it it's easy to pray for people. If people ask me for prayer, I will not say no. Because I know there's anointing in me. The Holy Spirit is in me. He's not only in me, he's upon me. And he's around me. And therefore, if I touch people, they'll get healed. I believe that. But you see, that comes from this intimacy. Oh, Dad, that's what he wanted. He sent his son. And there we have it. No one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the father except the son. And when you, as a son and a daughter, know your father, you'll know exactly what you need to be doing. Does that sound okay? I am not alone, for the Father is with me. Jesus' word. I am not alone, for the Father is with me. There's a good confession for you. There's a good word to do spiritual warfare this way. You are not alone. Your Father in heaven is with you through His Son, Jesus Christ, who dwells in your heart, and His Holy Spirit, who who points you to Jesus so that you will see the Father. How's that? I think that's good theology, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Christ activity regarding the Father. How are we doing time-wise? Oh, so I've got another five. Well, we're going to have to rush through this one. <laughs> but we'll get there. Christ activity regarding the Father. Very important, I think, this. Come on. I speak of what I've seen with my Father. You see, this is why I'm t- saying to you that position of peace and rest. You only speak what you see the Father saying to you. You only do what you see the Father doing. And that's what Jesus did. And I mean, He's given us that example. We need to flow the example. It's, it's Father's heart that we're touching. And Father wants to burst forth and, and burst so much into your, into your lives. Greater works than these will He do because I go to the Father. Greater works. Because he went to the Father and he left us with that mighty, awesome Holy Spirit who is here now, is teaching us and leading us and guiding us and doing all those things. I will answer prayer that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He will answer your prayers. He will answer your requests. But let it come from that position of rest, that position of divine intimacy and relationship with your Father in heaven who loves you, cares for you, and is sitting there like this. Come, come, my daughter. Come, come, my son. Be a little boy again. Be a little girl again. Go dancing down the aisles with him and whatever the case may be. Go fishing with him if you're a boy. The the dancing part was for Steve and Dave at the back there. I'm ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. No difference, guys. No difference. It's this noggins here that messes things up sometimes. We need to crucify the flesh. And I haven't got, we're not going into that right now. But we need to put it, when I say put it aside, put all those aside. Take him. Lord, what are you saying? I need divine, divine strategy, wisdom from heaven right now. And he will give it to you. He says you don't have because you don't ask. But, but the thing is, the asking must come out of this relationship, this intimacy, this position of peace with him. The Father's activity regarding Christ, I'm going to go through that quickly. The Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. We know that. The Father sent the Son. Look at that love. Eh? Look at that love. Meditate on that. He, he saw us today, and He sent him, his, son, his Son just for us and the rest of the world. As the living Father sent me, and, and as I live because of the Father. And He, he made that statement. Eh? 
The son can only do what he sees the father doing. So how are we going to see the father doing anything? Divine intimacy and relationship with your father in heaven. And he will show you how much he loves you, cares for you, and wants to be totally, completely, and utterly involved in every aspect of your life. Now you see, that's what the scriptures say. You've got to now push in. You know, as we come here, we look at the word, we look at all these things. You've got to push into that. You've got to take hold of that. You've got to make it part of your own life. Father, thank you that you have heard me. Amen. The daily prayer. Father, thank you that you... You know, when we have our time together and at home and everything, people come into my house, I just think differently to other people. They say, well, why do you say grace? I say, why must I say grace? Everything that comes into this house and goes out of this house is blessed. Huh? It's blessed. Look how blessed I am. We bring this stuff in. Everything is blessed, guys. I, I, I just think we need to take a step up and look at this almighty God, this powerful Father who has so much for us.